It's Fulham Fix, the final Fulham Fix of the first series. Ivan, are we going series or season? Good, good, good question. Well, the football season is over. Mm. It's very American to say a season, isn't it? A season of telly. Yeah. A series is know. very British. So I don't like know. series. I feel more comfortable with series, don't okay. you? Okay. And crickets, it's a series in cricket, isn't it? You do have test series you do. in cricket. We're going to stick with series then. Exactly. I'm I sorry so. I interrupted you, in which case. Do you want to go again? No, no. What I was going to say was that um, I've enjoyed it very much, mate. One downside that has come from it is um, it's all flown. We've had some amazing correspondence. Yeah. Fulham Pets has not taken off the way that I would have expected or liked it to. Yeah. What, hashtag Fulham Pets? And by that, I mean, when we were talking off record, yeah. um, we were saying politely, like, oh, I ain't got that much coming in on that. And we were saying, let's fluff it up. <laughs> next next series, yeah. we'll talk Fulham Pets a bit more. Yeah, yeah, we'll yeah. pretend we got loads. Yeah. And then we'll do it. Let's be honest about it. We've had one Fulham pet. We've had one Fulham pet, a dog called Mitro, I think. There's a dog called Mitro. Yeah. That is not enough because Jeff's cat called Zolly yeah. cannot be the only no. Fulham pet kicking around alongside this dog called Mitro. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I mean, I was guys. full of enthusiasm about Costas. There's there's rabbits called Costas Metroglou. Mate, there's there's a hamster called Hugo Rodiega. Somewhere. Be. Someone's got to have a hamster your, called Hugo Rodiega. Your dog's called Steve Marley. We know that for a fact. For, yeah, without a doubt. Yeah, the full name, Steve Marley. So look, without messing around now, like I know everyone's playing hard to get a little bit. Has anyone got a goldfish called Gabor Kirai? Come on. Could happen. Could happen. I just, in my head, I just thought then uh, Kit would be a nice name for a pet. Anyway, so get your full and pets in in the next series because um, so far we only have one to read out. Yeah. And that is not an episode worth of material. So that's our first hashtag. So that's hashtag Fulham Pets. If you have a pet that you've yeah. named after a current Fulham player or a past Fulham pr- player, use the hashtag Fulham Pets. And let us know what they're called. And in the next series yeah. of Fulham Fix, we're going to read those pets out. We're going to give your we're going to give your your chinchilla a shout out on air. Think of that, okay? And don't make us wait the whole off season. Scroll doom scrolling with nothing coming in for Fulham Pets again and again every day. Yeah. All right. Yeah. So just get your Fulham Pets in. Yes. In Please. other news, yes, go on, Ivan, yeah. um, the other thing we've launched in the first series, which I hadn't expected us to until we started the conversations yeah. on Fulham Fix, was Finding Steed. Hashtag Finding Steed. Exactly. Yeah. Another hashtag. It actually is flying a bit better than Fulham Pets. But um, I was uh, playing a gig last week. Yeah. And... Can we give it... Is it with your new band? With my new band, 86 TVs. 86 TVs. Shout and out. There are there are Fulham fans that, you know, are coming to some of the gigs. Mm. Halfway through the third song in Nottingham, uh, a man, I hope I'm not thrown on the bus by saying this, clearly had a few drinks, was shouting at me, Felix, I've found Steed, I've found Steed. I don't think he had found Steed because he was waiting after the gig with a cigarette and he was just saying, I love Fulham Fix and I love finding Steed. Right. But that was an interesting... So did you actually deliberately go and meet him after the gig to say, what have you got? What, what, what do we, we need? Me? What yeah. do we need to know? I went up like an inspector, like yeah, like, like took a little little notepad out. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> What's your information? <laughs> and he just I went. Love that. Yeah. I'm literally get notebooks. Finding Steed notebooks. We need finding Steed. No, if anyone out info. there manufactures notebooks that like they can emboss information. Yeah, with like little hashtag finding Steed. That would be. If you missed that, we were talking. I that was with Charlie Cooper. We were talking about the fact that 
I think Charlie and his dad, Paul Cooper, from this country, obviously, they put Steve McBronk in their all-time film yeah. team, which wasn't so much about the greatest Fulham players, but more like players that have an essence of Fulham. Now, Steve McBronk has both. He probably would be an all-time great at Fulham. Yes. Plus also having an essence of Fulham. We've been talking about legends of the club that we want to talk to. Yeah. Steed is very much on that list. Yes. And Steed is the one person that no one seems to have had any communication with. You spoke to Lewis Bamorte about I did. this. did. Uh, pre-Man City game and he said you will not find him yeah you, if, won't, you won't get hold of him and if anyone knows anything about Steed it would be Lewis Bermore who had a telepathic understanding with him <laughs> so, 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 that's very true so, so, what do we, so what do we do then is, it, is this it this is the final episode I think we in Fulham Fix Series 1 do we just we just wrap this up because what we've got is we've got we've got Boa saying give up I, I think it. Sylvain Levinsky might have even mentioned something and just gone, Phew, you know, good, you know, don't know. Good luck. Who, who's our guest, by the way? Who's our guest today? Shortly. Yeah, yes. Yeah, stick around or fast forward, let's say six minutes and, and hear the interview with him. Mm. Um, and then we've got a few people saying that he's apparently playing in League Five in France. Right. But hasn't apparently during according to Wikipedia hasn't actually featured this season. Just out of interest, do you know where? Do you know where or what club that is? Limonest, although that's not the full name. It's something Limonest. Hang on, hang on, hang on. What is he playing? No, he's, no, he's coach. Well, no, 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 no. He was still playing fifth tier at the age of forty three, I think. I'm li- going to Google, Google FC Limonest. All right. Is there any contact details? <laughs> <laughs> and the full name is F- FC Limonest Saint Didier. Steed. I did a steed when when the guy shouted. I did a steed. By the way, down the microphone. Yeah. Did you? Yeah. No, there's no Steve Mabrock. Not even on the bench. Oh, we got the manager. Ah, oh, Reynard. Okay. All right. Well, there's a number. Wait a sec. Yeah. Hang on. Hang on. Is there a phone number? Should I give him a call? Steed was obviously one of the greats that we talked about, but we want to get on foot and fix. But in the future, so into next season, we're going to yeah. compile other greats, which probably hopefully be more findable than Steed is. Yes. Um, so I'm talking off the top of my head, Danny Murphy would be a good one. Yep. Slav. Oh, I tell you what, Slavish Jokanovic. Um, I would love to speak to him. That'd be great. Because I, I think a lot of fans hold him so close to their hearts. Mm. I mean, unbelievable coach he was for us. And I have it on good authority. He's a really lovely guy as well. So I'm looking forward to that. Chris and Chris Coleman and Kit Simons, maybe together. Yeah. Roy beautiful. Hodgson. <laughs> if he can, if he Please. can, if he's let go from, not let go, but if he, if he can let go of Crystal Palace, I think they're going to want to keep him. Well, I, he's done I've so heard, well. They're talking about Potter. Are they? Yeah, he's back in the game, nice and quick, isn't he? Great manager, yeah, Potter. Though Roy did a really great um, overlap with Gary Neville. Actually, have you seen that? No, very good. Um, I'd love to speak to Roy. Uh, what other, what Mickey other? Adams would be nice to get Mickey on. Mickey Adams, Bobby Zamora, mate, Bobby, of course. Mick, I missed Mickey Adams's Forever Fulham. Oh, it was lovely. Was it incredible? Yeah, man, he got and emotional he got an as well. Amazing reception, yeah. didn't he? He got emotional. It was, it's that he, is so yeah. beautiful. He's remembered that way. Did he? Did he genuinely get emotional? I think he did. He got choked up when he when he started. I think walking towards the uh, the hammy end, and right. it was such a, a, a beautiful response. How are you getting on with a number? I think I've got one. Oh, right. <laughs> Wait. I think I've got one. Here we go. go so on. this is Limones and Didier. This is us attempting to hashtag find Steed. I'm a bit nervous. Can't believe it's ringing. Hello. Oh, um, parlez-vous anglais? Uh, oui. 
Ah, um, we're calling from Fulham Football Club in, in England. Do you, do you know Fulham Football Club? Yeah. Um, basically, we're, we're doing the um, Fulham Fix, which is the official Fulham podcast. And we're, we're kind of trying to track down an ex-player of our Steed Malbronk. And according to the internet or Wikipedia, okay. he, he last played for you guys. Is that true? Huh? And is yeah. he, is, do, you, do you mind me asking, is he still playing for you guys? For one player? Uh, Steed, uh, Steed Malbronk. Steed Malbronk. Steed Malbronk, yes. Is he still playing for, for um, Limonest? Uh, wait, wait. Thank you. He's going to get Steed. Get wait, 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 wait. Don't, don't go, don't go. Oh, God. Do you think he's speaking to Steve Malbrock? Uh, he's not here. He's not. Oh no, worries. Is he? Can I ask a question? Is he? Um, is he still playing, or is he managing or coaching? No, no, no. He's not. He's, he's not a player or, or a trainer. Okay. Thank. Well, thank you very much bye. for helping us out. Cheers. Bye. Okay. Bye. 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 That was really sweet, actually. I so wait a second, just just to clarify that because <laughs> yeah, it, know it didn't seem completely clear. No, I feel like he w- he spoke to Steed, who went tell him I'm not here. <laughs> that had a vibe of <laughs> Steed Fulham's on the phone. <laughs> it had a vibe of yeah, like just tell him I'm out. <laughs> and while, while you're tell talking, him I'm it's always tell like him. it's always like Steed was like doing the actions, going like playing. He's a player, he's a trainer. No, 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 no. It was just and like, and it was just like, okay, bye. Oh my word. Um, so, so from that, I gather that he probably did play for them at some point. Yeah, but not anymore. He's not there at all anymore, right? Joe, you know what? I'm I'm partly relieved that we didn't get to speak to Steed then because did you, did you? There was a point where I thought he was gone to get Steed. Yeah, it felt it very much felt like that. I'll just go and get him. <laughs> I because um, the search goes on. Ivan, it has basically, to go on. This we is can't the give up there. By by the time we reach series two, there's notepads. Um, we want more information. Don't forget, the priority is Fulham Pets. But <laughs> secondary... <laughs> but secondary... <laughs> let's, get in, let's get a bit more into finding right, Steve. In I've got a feeling this ain't going to get renewed for a second series, <laughs> if I'm honest, mate. <laughs> That's how we're ending it, going, this is our cliffhanger. We're going to tell you what your pets are called, and we might not find yeah, Steve we're, still. <laughs> we're going to tell you what your pets are called. <laughs> hey, when are the podcast awards out? Do we yeah. know when we get a nomination? <laughs> we just put this episode in for and see if we can get a nomination for that. I tell you what, we might actually genuinely get a nomination for. Go on. Speaking to one of the greats that's ever played for Fulham, yeah. Sylvain Leguinsky. Who and arguably we could have used just then, who could have spoken it, French it, it and maybe explained himself him. a little better. Yeah yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So just to set up before we go into this conversation, just before um, Leguinsky walked into the room, mm. looking like a vision of a French actor, like a film star, a bit like Father Christmas, just proper legend. Yeah. Jeff had a conversation um, outside the room with him where Jeff felt, um, understandably, the need to contextualise who Sylvain was about to speak to to him. Mm. And he mentioned, oh, that I was in an indie band. Yes. Turns out Sylvain Nagrinsky loves indie guitar music. Yeah. Which couldn't have been more perfect. So the start of this conversation 
is us freewheeling into his musical tastes and he loves the Pixies. And yeah, Pixies are like, like his favourite band ever. Yeah, and, and into like, you know, Idols, Fontaines, like lots of sort of modern day indie music. Yeah. And if I could have dreamt up what Sylvain Legrensky would be into, yeah, man. it would be sort of cultured, cultured alternative indie music. Without a doubt. And <laughs> it is, it's, it's the decent indie, isn't it? It's like, you know, oh, it's, yeah, exactly. it's good taste, really good taste. In I my mean, opinion. I don't know how much of it has 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 made the cut, but I think that the, the top fifteen minutes is is music. Us all talking about. I mean, a lot of it about the Pixies for me. Yeah. One of my, I mean, the pretty much my favourite band of all time, Pixies, and I'm like, you know, sitting opposite a Fulham great. He loves Doolittle, doesn't he? he loved Doolittle. Oh, I mean, it's Surfer Rosa, I think. Oh, come on, Pilgrim, I think he was talking about. And then yeah, we yeah. we got on to Breeders, and then talking about Wet Leg and how Wet Leg are basically, I personally think, are like the modern day Breeders. There's a real, right. yeah. you know, connection yeah. there, and um, and it was you, you know, a guy that's that's properly entrenched in indie music that had to. Sp- get us back on track and talk a little bit about so I think it's you that literally went anyway should we talk football yeah well it's like, not what I'm signed up for to do this like, no you're not you're, in, you're only paid for the football side not the music I've spent side a lot of my life talking about those kind of things <laughs> I wanted to talk to Sylvan Lewinsky about being a box-to-box midfielder at well, Cottage well I'm sick of football I just wanted to talk about indie anyway so so you will hear us splurging <laughs> these different theories in front of Lewinsky <laughs> now and it was a good time wasn't it it was awesome man it was great and I think a great episode to finish series one on Certainly better than Finding Steed, anyway. Sylvan, listen, thank you so much uh, for joining us on the Fulham Fix. I know that you've literally just landed, what, an hour ago? Uh, yes, sir. And you've come straight from the airport to join myself and Felix. And as you're walking through the door, um, we understand you were complaining uh, to the guys here that you couldn't find any decent music on the radio <laughs> when you're heading here. And, uh, you know, you're, li- you're looking out for bands like, uh, you know, the Pixies and stuff like that. And that, that was it. Like, you're an indie fan. You're, you're in the right place, mate. Uh, Felix is, is, is basically indie royalty right here. You know, we're talking, you know, one of the biggest British indie bands of the last sort of 10, 15 years. Um, and so it's an absolute pleasure. And basically, we have now decided to start rolling halfway through a really in-depth chat. About the Pixies. About, about the Pixies. Rosa. About Surferosa, which I, I'm sure there's going to be a load of people that haven't even got a clue what we're talking about. Um, Can I just make the yeah, first go, yeah, um, go on, mate, intersection there? I really love that Sylvan just walked in there and started talking about art and indie guitar music because when Sylvan signed for Fulham, that was a thing that you that we assumed on him as a personality, like, oh, he's really cultured, artistic, <laughs> and it was always fascinated about, like, oh, is, is he sort of into the arts mm. outside of it? It's the first question I asked when I came in today. And the first thing you're doing is talking about music, man. It's a beautiful thing. And when, it's gone, sorry. No, no, we should let him talk, actually, at some point. Go on. Actually, music is very important. Uh, and art, as, as you mentioned, what I like in life is emotions. Yes. And music gives you emotion, painting. Uh, movie is a bit more difficult nowadays to find a, a movie that can do that. But yeah. uh, yes, of, of course. So if somebody starts to talk to me about uh, art, I will, I will engage because I think it's very interesting. So when it, you, I mean, you obviously see, I know, I know it, it might not be the case uh, back then, but you know when you see the players these days and they come on, you know they're, they're, they're you know getting off the coaches and they've all got these massive headphones in or the little AirPods, and most of the time, let's be honest, they're probably listening to. Uh, from from what I gather, from when when we get f- like you know fed back in the stadium, you know the players want to hear these songs. It tends to be quite big hip hop songs, you know something with a beat that gets Easy, them pumped. Yeah. 
did you, you know, before sort of playing your, your big games, you know, what, what did you listen to music and what was the, what was the music that really used to get you ready for the games? But, uh, we have, we have, uh, alors in France, you, you don't play music in the dressing room before the game at the, at the time. Oh, okay. really? Well, no, we are very serious in France, you know, you, you, get, <laughs> you get prepared, you're tense, you're stressed. And okay, yeah, you so, embrace so, that, yeah. the anxiety. But sure. when, when I arrived uh, at Fulham, of course, there was the music and uh, every, every, every player uh, got one, one game where he will, uh, he will pick up. The, oh, so it was a communal uh, thing. The, the, the music, yes. Uh, I didn't, I, I, I forgot which one I pick up when it was my turn, but I know but what I wanted to do is to put some dead, dead can dance uh, album just to, uh, <laughs> to so the, the guy does not understand what's going on yeah. around <laughs> it but uh, I, I didn't do it and I, I have to say I forgot which song uh, but yes all the guys were listening to uh, soul music uh, yeah. rap music and, uh, and things like this I, li I like rap uh, by, by the way yeah. uh, the soul music the R&B uh, it's not my, uh, my my stuff personally I want to talk to you about football um, it's about time someone you, took you, it that way. You yeah. came to Fulham, man, like halcyon time in all of our lives. First year Fulham in the Premier League, like really beautiful time. Don't know if you'd have known or not, but you know, five years previous, Fulham Football Club nearly didn't exist. We were a bottom tier football team and it would have been beyond mm. anybody's comprehension that Fulham were going to be a team in the Premier League. Do you remember it as, as, as a romantic time as we do? Uh, for 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 me, it is. Uh, although we may not have the same definition of romanticism, but yeah. uh, I understand what what well, <laughs> I understand what you, what you say. <laughs> but uh, for for me, to be to be honest, uh, I didn't know, knew the, the club. Okay, play, never, play, yeah. play, playing in, in in France when the club was in uh, League Three when Alfayed sure. Alfayed <laughs> bought it. I've got no idea, uh, no. no idea what the club was. And, and to be honest as well, uh, I, I, I've never been somebody who I've watched a lot of football on TV. Right. Uh, so uh, the English football at the time, in the, I mean, on, on the French TV, very difficult to see uh, to see in a game. Yeah. Uh, but yes, for me when. When I arrive, uh, when I arrive here in, uh, at, at, at Fulham, I knew a bit of, about the, the, the story, but I, I didn't have these things of this club coming from nowhere. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, that you, 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 you felt, and even the players, uh, Luisa, for example, who was already playing in the championship, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Uh, Louis knew that me, uh, I, I was discovering, I didn't leave it. Uh, yeah, like, like it is. but we sort of we we remember that time. Then we was like probably the most special time to be. I mean, I remember yeah. that first year in Premier League, being a teenager and like seeing grown men crying constantly because they couldn't believe the style of football yeah. that we were playing at the highest level. Mm -hmm. And that was part of you because you you must have come to play with John Tagana you say you didn't know about the club. that must have been the reason that you came to the club right uh, uh, that's one of the uh, one of the reasons yeah but to, to, to be uh, to, uh, what was good for, for me uh, of course to see that club coming but when I arrived, I didn't know enough. But what was good for me is to, was to play in in, in England. And yeah, I yeah. realized when I started to play in in, in England, uh, coming from uh, France, uh, having uh, Italian orientated uh, football style in, mm. in in France, because at the time the Italians were winning a lot, so we tried to to do the same thing, which was basically we don't concede, concede gold, and hopefully we're gonna score one at the end. Yeah. And all of a sudden, I arrive in England and. 
any single teams wanted to score one more goal than you. Yes. And it changed radically in the way of playing football. Mm. Uh, and I have to say, in the, in the past two, three years in France, I was a bit bored uh, playing mm. for Monaco and Bordeaux, so two big teams uh, at the time. Every team was coming and they, they were uh, parking the bus in oh, front of, yeah. a, of, of a goal. So arriving in England, all of a sudden you've got, you got space, uh, you can play football. Yeah. It's hard, it's physical, mm. but uh, enjoyable. Yeah, when, yeah. When, was your first, when did you first know about Fulham's interest in you? Uh, well, it's a, it, it was a, it was a long time. Oh, uh, yes, in, fa in fact, it's uh, through talking with uh, John Collins. Okay. I played. I played with John in uh, in Monaco, so we were still in in, uh, in contact. Uh, and I was interesting, curious with uh, English football. Yeah. So I asked him, and and I, b I believe uh, John talked to Jean, Jean Tigana oh, about that, and uh, and then he, it, it moved forward. Brilliant. So it was that. It was down to you know. So you weren't on 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 their radar, I suppose. It was kind of fed through through your your friends you previously played. With, I don't you think? know more than that. I, I don't know more than what I, I've done. But uh, Jean, Jean Tigana uh, trained me in Monaco three or four years. So yeah. Me. So you still had that connection. He, he, he knew me. Yeah. And it wasn't it wasn't just Fulham, was it? It was it was. Um, Was it Borussia Dortmund were also interested? Oh, were they? Right? Dortmund uh, uh, at, at the time, yes. I've got, wow. Yes, I've got uh, Fulham, Fulham and, and Dortmund. Uh, and, uh, and in fact, um, Dortmund was a massive club. Yeah, huge. Uh, but uh, that was the living in England. Uh, that was a big point. Uh, we, we talked about music. Uh, There's better indie music I was in there in England. Listening mainly English music. Yeah. Uh, well, I so I, I was, was more. Uh, I wanted to to live. Wait, are we bringing it back to music? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it was a decision. No, but it's it's impo it's impo it was important. Uh, really it was important f for me. Oh wow, that's incredible. Um, I don't want to get dragged back into music. So I want to talk to you about football. And the, the thing that I thought was really interesting then was that you were saying you played a different type of football when you came to England where, where it's like end to end because we really think of you as a like box to box midfield player now mm. like when you when you when people reflect on your time at the club were you not that before you came to Fulham was it the English game that sort of stretched no. you to be right running I, I was able to, I was able to run right I was able to run long Yes, uh, even in France. Right. Uh, When you say well, that, do you mean like? Do you mean like? Do you mean like? Oh, okay. You're, it's for a long period of time. Not. I'm thinking long as in hoofball. No, they no, part no. the bus. They hoof the ball. And, uh, you're the you're the uh, runner. Uh, physically for running, uh, I, I was very good. Right. So I can uh, I can run long time. Repeat repeat effort. So it, it allows me to, uh, to to do these box to box things during the right. uh, during during the game as you're saying that that's um, so interesting because that made me think of a basketball player and I know that my you, father was a basketball player your dad was a I basketball player I wanted player. to play basketball really not football and my father who played basketball wanted to play football oh right and, uh, <laughs> and he played, he played, so he played yeah, his mother didn't want him to play football because too dangerous so he, he asked he asked to play basketball he ended up to play in the best team in France in Vichy where I was born right Uh, wanted to do uh, football and me when as a kid I grew up in the gymnasium sure. with this tall big uh, dude coming from America or Africa or, or whatever yeah. uh, and I, that was my dream to be a basketball player but in the countryside there wasn't any clubs there's no basketball teams. so I played the six to ten uh, basketball 
and ouais. I played uh, free every season. Okay. Free game. So, and one day my father told me, listen, you know, your, your friend uh, are playing football every, every Saturday. <laughs> there is a tournament. So that's a, why, a, a was tournament. it? Go there and you come back to basket after. So I went to football. And you had a natural... And then, uh, and did you feel immediately? Oh, I'm just better than everybody at this. Like, no, 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 no. I was really? just uh, having fun. Right. I mean, when you're a kid, you want to have fun. Yeah. <laughs> That's all you you want to win the game you're playing. But it's mainly being with your friends and, and amazing. Uh, so there wasn't that ambition of I'm going to be. No, know, no, no. When when I arrived in uh, when I signed in Monaco uh, as an academy player, I was 18. Uh, it, it was pure luck. Wow. It was pure pure luck. Well, see, that's the thing, because obviously 18 is quite late, isn't it? To, to, to get yeah, discovered, yeah, yeah. to get signed. Most of the guys like from age uh, 14, 15. Sometimes even younger uh, at this point. But so, yes. so you must have never, you were, really were playing for fun. At no point did you think this is a career of mine. No, I didn't, I didn't thought I, I could do a professional. So, does yeah. that, so, so just out of curiosity, does that mean that you had something else in mind at, at 18 years old that you're like, oh, I'm going to do this? Well, the, the, the thing is, I haven't got much in mind. <laughs> no, but I, at the time, I got absolutely no clue really, what yeah. I wanted to do. But no, not many 18-year-olds do, I, I suppose, do they? Uh, it's, it's, for some people, it's more difficult to figure out yeah, what, yeah, uh, yeah, what, yeah. what they want to do. But unusual for a footballer, because I bet everyone that you played with in that Fulham team knew exactly what they wanted to do from being a young kid. I didn't ask. Yeah. Well, yeah, I guess so you, I don't would, know. Would you? <laughs> you will have to ask them. <laughs> But no, no, I, 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 I never thought I will end up a professional football player. Incredible. So it's a, it was a great surprise. There are some really uh, magic moments of your time at Fulham. There's a goal against Newcastle. Mm. That I think, is it, is it Bjarne Goldbeck gives it to you? And then you just ping it from about 40 yards I don't know to win who, that game. Who give, it, who give me the ball? Because you're, mi you're miles out. I was, I, was, I, was, I was away and I remember that game because we were struggling. Uh, we were struggling and uh, Newcastle was struggling as well. Right, yeah. And it was, uh, we, we were somewhere in probably in March or April. Uh, so there was five or six games left, something, yeah. something like this. And uh, we, were, we were struggling for the relegation battles and they scored first. Yeah, and they start to park their team in front of the of the goal. Like Monaco, they start to play French. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah yes. French, yeah. And, uh, but the situation was such that uh, both teams were really like this. Yeah, and uh, I received that ball, as you said, very very far away, and, and I thought uh, I can't pass the ball to anybody. There, there was nothing, and and I thought to myself, okay, I'm gonna shot, and maybe next time when I got the ball here, a guy will come and open something. Yeah, and in fact, the the ball went. Boom. Uh, and he went wide. It was uh, yeah. the, the first new kind of balls, you know. Oh, it moves uh, in the air. He yeah. went wide, and all of a sudden, get back on uh, <laughs> on, the, on the post and and, and and get and get in here. Can you still see that happening? Oh yes, this goal, yes, because oh, uh, I was shocked. <laughs> <laughs> the, feet, the endorphins that run for your body. Well, like it, it, it was it was brilliant because uh, the stadium exploded. Yeah. I don't mention the name of the stadium, of course, because. It, uh, So it's lovely. We should, we we should not yeah, have been there, I, I, I believe. <laughs> But anyway, it was an incredible, uh, incredible atmosphere. Really magic moment. Yeah. The other one, which I also think, Jeff will correct me if I'm wrong, but I think that was at Loftus as well, when we're getting beat 2-0 at half-time at Tottenham. Tottenham, yeah. yeah. And you scored a winner in, in mm. 
Facundo uh, yeah. Sava, yeah, that's right. Yeah, and give it back to me, and then uh, I enter in. <sighs> so yes, I remember. We, we, we were watching it back actually before yeah. you arrived, and it looks like someone tries to uh, the Tottenham player tries oh, yeah, to like, pull tries you back. Down, yeah, uh, maybe I don't remember. No, yeah, you remember, remember, you, but, yeah, yeah. but uh, no, it was uh, no. I, I didn't score many goals. So I have to say, I remember most of them yeah. very well. well. <laughs> well, another one is the, like, to this day, the, the only major tournament, well, it's, you can't really call this a major tournament, can we? But when we won the Intertoto yeah, Cup. Yeah. Massive, massive tournament. That, you scored yeah. the, the first, in the first leg. Did I? I think you score, yeah. to make Against it, Bologna? Two all, against Bologna. I think you score to make it 2 all, and then there's a massive brawl I a, in the tunnel. Do you remember anything about that? No, but me, I, I, it's funny because I, re, I remember Signori because I, I, yeah. I got a lot of problems with him. And <laughs> I, I got a yellow card and, and the referee me off. So at one stage, if you watch the game, I uh, shoulder the referee. Oh, and I put really? I put him on the on the ground because I was running. At we don't have a culture I, that I, full I of think football. I think I was I was running at Signori. <laughs> <laughs> so hang on, so I tried, tried to get that Signori guy, <laughs> and and the referee was going uh, in Bayer, Bayer, like this. Yeah, 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 you yeah, can yeah. say that in English, yeah, 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 okay? Yeah. And I thought, okay, he's, 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 gonna, he's gonna cross myself. What shall I do? And oh, I said, okay, I don't stop. And I just bump into him. Yeah, he's in your he's in your way, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. You basically the guy, the guy did the referee didn't see me coming. And I thought, okay, I'm not gonna get senior, so I'm gonna get the, get the referee. And I shoulder him like yeah, he didn't yeah, thought yeah, I did that on purpose. And maybe you don't, you don't even see it on the yeah, tele, yeah. on the the the, the yeah, pictures yeah. because he, uh, I mean, uh, 20 years ago, the quality of of the TV All you have was to say is prove it. Blurry, yeah. I mean, yeah. now okay. you've got 20. Uh, camera around the yeah, beach exactly. at the no, time there was five brilliant. so, uh, so I, I, I don't know look but, if he's uh, in your way and you're trying to but play I, don't, I forgot about the brawl and uh, there's a brawl and in the tu tunnel apparently well, the famous I one, must no. have escaped that I remember <laughs> that yeah but we win it again in the motor scores a hat trick I think did he score a hat trick in the final yeah because they didn't they call, did they call it the, the, the nickname they changed the name to the in the motor cup, cup. Yeah. yeah which we haven't we haven't won a trophy since that day Oh, we will. We'll let's call. Oh, we won. Play Actually, won a playoff fight. Yeah, yeah. yeah there was a beautiful uh, European campaign. campaign uh, oh, my God. Mate, yeah, 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 it yeah. was more than the, this uh, Inter Toto Cup. It was unbelievable. Uh, the Inter Toto Cup is a symbol for Fulham to be in the uh, European Cup and, and win a trophy. Exactly. But as, as you mentioned at the beginning, it was the Inter Toto Cup. Yeah, I but you know, we, we play social, we play a, a, a few, a few teams. I think we, we yeah. play some fine Finnish uh, oh, yeah, probably, team at the yeah. beginning, which was actually very hard because mm. we have we had two weeks of training. This guy were in the middle of their, their season, right? So they were so fit we were not fit, go, yeah. and they were extremely fit. So we we, str we struggle, oh, right. we struggle a little bit. <laughs> Do you still like um, pay attention to Fulham? Is it still hold a place in your heart? No, I, well, uh, I don't see many games, but of course, as soon as I uh, I got a newspaper when there is the English league. I, I look at it. It's a great season this season. Oh, we're having an incredible season. Yeah. Yeah, playing great football as well. 
Uh, I've, yeah. I've seen a few games, not entirely, but a few. Be, the, the the football uh, seems to be good. Yeah. yeah. You're because in England you you played Fritzwich afterwards, and then you ended yes. up playing non-league football. I played the uh, San Niot. San Niot. Yeah. Yeah. San, San, I got I won a trophy with him. Right. <laughs> so How was it? Was it? But in in fact, uh, a guy I was uh, passing my uh, coaching badge with, Steve, Steve Lomas, Lomas. Very, very, very nice guy, yeah, yeah, yeah. and uh, I, I was going in Ireland to pass my coaching badge and when, when uh, one day he said yes you know uh, I'm, I'm doing this uh, would, would you like to come uh, mm. uh, and, and do a bit of training so yeah I remember driving up in San Niot uh, twice a week and uh, the weekend to for, for, for the game it, it, it was a good memory but, do you still play football uh, sometimes 5v5 but I'm more into uh, paddle tennis right now right okay it's what sorry Pad- paddle, paddle tennis, tennis yeah yeah, someone telling me this beautiful is, game beautiful it's game. like a mix between tennis and squash isn't it because yes. you're in yes, a you're in a that. you've got a walled uh, court you've got plexiglass on the back you've got a grill in the middle yeah and you can yeah. like you can back, you back. I, I only know this because I I, I, I had to do a, a, a filming job at one of these uh, paddle tennis tournament at the LTA in London mm-hmm. and it's insane and the fitness required beautiful. yeah beautiful so that's one hell of a way to keep like fitness up and stuff. I mean, you ha- you can't play it and not fit it's it's so it's far. It's actually a, a sport. Uh, even when you get in old, you can play. Yeah, because it's a lot about as you mentioned uh, squash, uh, reading trajectories, and yeah. it's because the the pitch is smaller than a tennis court, it, you don't have big longer run to do no. so it's, it's more about anticipating and uh, you don't play it singles it's doubles isn't yeah, it it's double yeah, yeah you yeah, can right. play single but it's not as fun okay, yeah, but uh, d- d- double is, is a lot of fun because you need you, you need to be naughty on the on this to try to find angle uh, have a bad try to find where there will be a, a bad bounce and uh, yeah yeah, yeah. Uh, wow. and, and then when you don't uh, when you're in a position posi- uh, defensive positioning Huh. It's really interesting as well to, to make sure that you get the ball back there and try to get the net. Yeah. Uh, really nice, really nice. And to watch is uh, incredible. Oh, so man, incredible. it really is amazing to watch. The it's guys are going, you know, they're smashing, they put the ball outside. The guy, because there is a door, each, yeah. each side of the net, they get out of the run out. Of the, yeah. Put, put the ball back in yeah. get back in it's incredible these, these guys are incredible it is tell me if this is um, amateur psychology but from basketball to the way you played football to how you just described that there's the, the correlations to me seems to be like always being involved something's always happening and you're always kind of like high dynamic always involved uh, in it yeah. would you say that's the case yeah, yeah you, you, can, you can ask that question to my mother when I was a, when I was a kid <laughs> at home uh, I, 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 I remember I remember uh, I was so I was start really with basketball and then I went to football but I played basketball and football yeah. and a year after I started to play ping pong <laughs> and the year after my father told me to because he was traveling all all week to the gymnasium for yeah, ping pong what for t- table tennis and then uh, to the football pitch and then to the basketball oh ground word. so my father said now you 
pick up one. <laughs> right. one. No, I, I love sports. I, I always do, did, did sport and, uh, I, and I, um, now I'm 50 years old and I'm a bit scared about the time where I won't be able to be competitive at any game. So it's still, that, yeah. That's, that's scaring me and uh, the, uh, I cross my finger with, with paddle because you can play lo longer. Yeah, it does seem like it. Honestly, it's, it's an exciting game to watch. That's amazing. The thing that's always really interests me about um, football is because The Maccabees, my band, we ended when I was about early 30s, mid 30s. I remember thinking when it happened, this is what it feels like to be a professional sports person when you're still quite young mm. and the thing you've mm. known ends and you're like, oh, you're suddenly in, in the complete unknown yeah. of, of the world. And so I always feel like I have an affinity with sports people like that sort of time of your life of thinking, where am I going to move? What am I going to do? Did you struggle with like life after football? Is that something you'd prepared for? But as, yes, of, of course you, you struggle. But for, for me, uh, I, did, I didn't really look back. Uh, didn't of, think of course, all, all of a sudden, uh, there are certain type of emotion you don't have. I mean, entering in a, in a stadium, especially in, uh, in England, where you can feel the tension. Yeah. Uh, yes, of, of, of course, uh, when I started football, I was scared of this uh, atmosphere. Uh, but at the end, uh, it was, was energy for me. Yeah. Uh, and uh, seeing uh, you, you enter a pitch, uh, in, what, what struck me in, in England compared to, to France, for example, in France, you will have uh, the cup, Uh, behind the goals, singing mm. all the games and stuff. In England, you didn't have that. And you can enter uh, on the pitch and for the, the warm-up, there, there's no, no noise. Yeah. But you can feel the t how the guys are tense. Yeah. You can feel how it is important for them, yeah. the, the result of, a, of, of their team. So this is something that you miss when you, like, like a concert, I suppose, in a, when you play music and you, yeah. you can see your, the, the, the fans jumping and being, being, re getting ready for the, 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 the big night. Uh, that was the same with, uh, with I guess that's, that's about purpose, isn't it? It's about being involved in something that really means something to yeah, people. Yeah, yeah. You know, it's a similar. So did you feel a bit? lost after oh my god I was completely lost yeah did you what yeah, did yeah. you do for the first year or two sorry um, what I do first year after Maccabees do you know what a weird thing I used to find <clears throat> is even coming off tour when the Maccabees were still going I used to get low at nine o'clock about nine o'clock at night and it took years for me to realise that my body was used to having adrenaline sent at through that point, it yeah. at that time yeah. so I used to have this weird feeling of being completely lost or something's wrong yeah suddenly at yeah, the same time every night and then feel and then you have to cerebrally work out over a long period of time oh, no. it's a bit like a second nature in fact because when you get used uh, years after years to to do something at, at a specific time of, uh, of the day Uh, your body is ready naturally yeah. it's, it's, it's a second nature and, and uh, to relate it to, to that uh, in, in football uh, if you play at three o'clock you should train all week at three o'clock yeah because then your your body yeah. all week will be ready at this peak at three o'clock so if if you, in your life you get used to have these nine o'clock things where you need to be at your best yeah Your, your, your body, your mind, prepare yourself to that. So when this disappears, it's like you're, you're missing your yeah, drug. Yeah. This so. is also why all bands should rehearse drunk. 
because that's, that's how you're going to play, right? you have right? to simulate the energy yeah. at all times. That's, that's preparation. <laughs> that's the difference. <laughs> we, 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 can't, we can't use drug with, uh, yeah. with, with, yeah, with yeah. football. Uh. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. So some of the some of the players that you you played with here, uh, your memories of them when you when you first joined the club. I was chatting with uh, Sean Davis as well um, oh, yeah. uh, before uh, before today, and I How said Sean? I said Sean's good. Sean's always good. You know, he's mm -hmm. down the club a lot, and he's uh, you know he's he's always uh, sort of kept up with Fulham and uh, part of Fulham. Okay. But I said that you know I'm, I'm chatting to yourself today, and he said um, he said you were always voted uh, worst trainer. <laughs> as in and, and like like when it came to training you were the worst and that even if you weren't the worst when they used to vote on a Friday who was the worst before a game they would just vote you to annoy you do you remember this is this something that uh, only competition is important yes oh, exactly like that. is that it now so oh, it's but <laughs> <laughs> yeah. you I don't know if you remember the prep at the time the what sorry the prep Roger Propos. Oh. Yes, we, we've okay. heard a lot about him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. And Roger Propos, because in fact, uh, it's not exactly what uh, Sean uh, said, but Sean was young at the time. Yeah, no, he, uh, he, was, yeah, yeah, yeah. he, was, yeah. he was a kid. At, at, yeah, yeah. Whippersnapper. Uh, yeah, yeah. No, no, but uh, one day Roger Propos came to me and said, <laughs> listen, when I, when I saw you coming, yeah. when I saw you coming, I, I thought you, 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 you will be uh, so bad at training and, and, and fine because you were always mourning and complaining and blah, blah, blah. Sorry, Morgan. And he said, but at the end, I watched all the things you, you, you did. And I yeah. was one of those who was working the, the, the most. Oh, really? So uh, I look like uh, I'm not doing it. So it became like a, more of an in-joke. <coughs> no, but for, for me, the physical training... Yeah. So that's why it's uh, a quote of uh, Roger Propos. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Sean was talking about the game. The, right, the, okay. the, the little game at, at, oh, right, at the yeah. end. But for me, the fact of morning having fun of the situation allowed me to, to finish the session and, uh, right, okay. and, and do it because it, for me, it wasn't enjoyable to, yeah. to do. There is a story, which might be true otherwise, that you used to, on your way to training, on your way back, have a cigarette. Mm. <laughs> you used yes. to do that? I stopped. You stopped doing it so whilst, whilst at Fulham. But, uh, no, no, no. I stopped a few years a few years ago uh, yeah. because they, f they finally uh, I got a product of substitution. Who said that? Yeah. Oh, yeah. The, okay. the, 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 the vaping stuff. The yeah, vape yeah. allowed me because I need, uh, cigarette is a thing. I've done uh, the stupid things when I was a kid. And uh, and I enjoy it. I have to say, so it, it was impossible for me to. Uh, so you smoked through your whole football career. I wasn't smoking a lot, right. and, and basically, uh, I know some people were t talking about that uh, be because uh, after the training ground, I would, I would have gone to uh, Wimbledon Village. Sure, right, yeah. Uh, have, having uh, because I was a, this beautiful place. Uh, to eat uh, some very good chicken, uh, Lebanese guys, uh, yeah. very good. And, I, uh, and this, is, this was my time where I was sitting, having a coffee and two or three cigarettes. Yeah, yeah, sure. So people who are seeing me see smoking oh, in chain, three cigarettes. 
Yeah. But then the next cigarette would have been in, in the evening. Next so I, I wasn't smoking so it wasn't, that yeah, much. Yeah. It's not like at half time or anything. Yeah, but yeah. of course at the time as well. <laughs> in, if I was going out and you drink a bit of alcohol, yeah. uh, having a dinner, I, w- I would have smoked a lot. But yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. no, I was, I was smoking five, six uh, cigarettes uh, that's not so bad, uh, yeah, a day. But that's a cultural thing as well. Because yeah. uh, I was... Uh, in, in, when I was playing in Monaco after the game, we were six, seven players uh, having a fag in, uh, right. in the shower. Uh, but actually in the shower at the end of the game oh yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah but we could not smoke in front of, uh, of so you had of to do it because of the steam you Steve, go, you you go, you go yeah, in the shower we went in the shower and, uh, yeah, and, and have a talking about the, the game and uh, <laughs> brilliant uh, uh, another thing uh, another thing Sean said sorry just uh, he said that you know as well as saying you're one of the nicest blokes ever he said that you were of all the players of that time uh, had had the questionable dress sense. Now, is there any sort of comeback you'd like to take? That I'm looking at you my, now. My, you look like a suave guy. You got a nice hoodie I think on. That might, my, I think my, that might my, speak more Sean than it does. My, uh, Maybe my dress code uh, has the same problem I have with the music in France. <laughs> I don't know what I don't know what to say, but uh, I, I, rem- I remember and he maybe make reference of that because the first year I arrived, I, I was wearing it was a summer. I was wearing a Birkenstock. That's what he yeah. said. Yeah, he okay. said you're in Birkenstock. But the thing uh, is, three years after that. Many of the guys were wearing, wearing a beer can stock. That's Trends the problem when, when you are yeah. avant-gardist. Yeah, man, yeah, man, absolutely, man. <laughs> yeah, so I will turn it that way. <laughs> Mel was telling me a story just before. I'm the press officer at a club that um, you did a piece for the Telegraph. And as you were going to take your photo, I don't know if you remember it, but he said, as you were going to take your photo, he said, you know, most footballers are very vain and they'll check their hair and everything like 150 times and do the photo. And you walked out and he said that he thought your hair was a bit messy. So he said, do you want to do your hair? And you just looked straight him straight in the eyes and just messed it up even more when I'm ready. No. <laughs> do you remember that? No, I don't, I don't remember. But I, actually, I, I, I have to say, if you go in my uh, at home, uh, you won't find any brush, any... Uh, don't need anything. it, mate. Uh, everything my, like... my hands are my, uh, <laughs> my brush. Go on. Yeah. Mate, I'd say everything that I could possibly dream about you watching yeah, has come true. They, they, they say don't meet your heroes, but this has been a beautiful moment. Wild. Absolutely beautiful yeah, moment. Me, the, the, no, I, I'm, I'm not like this. I've never been like that. Uh, if I go to the hairdresser, it's uh, opportunism. I'm, I never take uh, an appointment at, at an no. I enter. Do you have a room for me? Yes. Okay. Yeah, <laughs> let's, yeah, yeah. let's do it. So sometimes for eight months, I don't go to the hairdresser and I got the, go the air, uh, yeah, go, yeah, go, going, going everywhere. What's, what's the uh, long- mad professor. <laughs> what's the longest you've ever let your beard grow out? Good question. Uh, Long, I don't know long, long but uh, very, very, very it's a while. you've let it go uh, out you've yeah, let it do that thing where it starts to go that way as well no, not, not that much but uh, I, I never shaved uh, that's an, another thing I never brush and uh, the only time I shaved was when I was in the army Right, because I have you're in the army. To, I have to do the army in France. Oh, right, uh, yeah, it's, uh, it's military service. Right, okay. When did you? What age did you do that? Uh, in '96. Right. Yeah. Well, well, '96. So any it. French uh, man got to do the army. Not you anymore. Said, huh? You would have been. You would have been quite quite young. 
23. I, 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 I did at the last. Normally, it's a, a, when you finish Lycée 18 before you between well, university, yeah, yeah. you have to spend one year, twelve uh, months. In the, it's going to sound army. very naive, but are you growing a good beard at, at that young age? I mean, I, I'm, I'm cracking. No, the but I, 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 have, I, I, I have to shave every morning because you can't have a, a little thing. Can't even have stubble. Yeah. So of course, never shave in my life. Uh, arriving, I've got foam. Uh, I, I, I do it with a soap. So, oh, so, so basically, six o'clock, I, I, I did that. So I, I cut myself all, all, all yeah, along yeah, the, yeah. The, the, the chin. Going, uh, look at the, the French flag going up and can hear the splick splock of my blood going, <laughs> going on, the, on the floor. Yeah. <laughs> so it, 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 it was a drama for me. So. It, it was it? <laughs> no, no, no. Yeah. <laughs> well, <laughs> <laughs> I, I, this is this is given us this 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 is given us more than I think we could ever hope before for. Before we go, I, I like asking this question. Just pops oh, into mate. my head. In an all-time Fulham team, if you're playing centre midfield and you can pick one centre midfield partner out of the other Fulham legends, who would it be? Okay. Danny Murphy, Polina. Give me some other great centre midfielders for Fulham. Damien Duff. Do, Moussa Dembele oh Moussa Dembele yeah or throw, uh, let's say let's just say Lee Clark shall we because he played with him yeah I played with, with Lee but, uh, Steve Malbronk I know he was right, more attacking yeah, but, but, yeah. But, but yeah Lee and, and Steve were more, more at, attacking but uh, uh, which one was the first so Danny Murphy Danny Murphy I think Danny Murphy because we are more complementary he got better yeah. football and I can run and, uh, and do things so I would say the this how a proper right footballer thinks is like how am I going to compliment them yeah, yeah. absolutely that's how it should be yeah beautiful it's, it's been a pleasure man honestly a real uh, pleasure pleasure for me as well to come back here <laughs> Sylvan I mean the French wizard what a dude man love him oh that was just that was great that was great I think that again one of those moments where I'm like we're so lucky to do this this is this is such an honour and just so cool to be you know in the same do you want to know something quite cool that I was told just before we were um, rolling on this because we've we've done this a a good sort of month or two after we chatted to Sylvan sure is he called earlier yeah the club just for a chat just to catch up literally on the phone for half an hour just just checking in how's things guys and that's sort of you would hope that the Fulham players had a relationship with the club like that wouldn't you yeah definitely so, I, yeah, I want to feel like it's that way I mean I think it is for most of them if yeah. you speak to anyone that's I mean just from giving out the Forever Fulham Awards when you speak to some of these players how fondly they speak yeah yeah exactly about their time in the club exactly. and, and, and with the club and you know it's, it's really lovely to hear it's a great club. It's a great club. <laughs> it is a great club. So that's it, man. Series one. So that's series one done. We're done, man. There's plenty of stuff to work out. Series two. Because there's so many legends to talk to. Yes. Yeah, so, yeah. Yeah. Um. I mean, I just want to get into it a bit further, right? Without a doubt. Without a doubt. I mean, we did talk about the, the lack of correspondence on Fulham Pets, but we have had correspondence. <laughs> oh, we got some co- Yeah, this people, is it. People have been getting in touch, which is really, really sweet. So I just want to say thank you so much to everyone who has got in 
contact with us yeah i mean i just got, i might read out just some some quick comments like uh tina martini has said so great to see a new generation of fanatics fair play on their favorite players but as a supporter since the early 70s uh i would have a selection with some amazing additions this well, is uh, this is uh, talking about charlie and paul cooper's um starting was, 11 yeah but i think even in, in terms of guests as well it'd be nice to get some players from you know oh yeah in that, in that period of time without a doubt talk about fulham in the old years without a doubt um like this you know from this is this is really nice El Dorito said from a Fulham fan not living in London Ivan telling the story of getting excited and getting his wallet out because yeah. he met another Fulham fan yeah, is yeah. so so true yeah that's, that's um, nice that's touched I it. mean there's, there's literally hundreds of comments Fulham is such a great club it's so nice to meet other fellow Fulham fans actually gives me goosebumps Fulham till I die I'm gonna stop you there yeah oh go on I've got one um which this is my comment of series one so far in terms of correspondence okay. um, apart from obviously the Fulham pets that we've received bear in mind when I read this out but there's no punctuation here I think I know, I so think I know no, what you're about no to read I think there's I saw no commas this. or full stops okay. <laughs> Ivan Berry world's sharpest jawline what is the secret you Riverside raver I mean I saw that and uh, I read it and I laughed I laughed. I mean, I, I, for, for Charles, who's, who's written this, I'm going to uh, insert a question mark on the end of that because I, I think it is a question. What is the secret, you Riverside Raver? It was, so hang on. So are you asking what is the secret to your jawline? To my jawline, not to like me asking questions on a podcast or no, no, like no, any no, of that. I think you just said. So what is the secret to having the sharpest jawline? Genetically. Well, I think you've answered it right there. It's genetics. I think um, my mum and dad both have pretty pretty strong jawlines. Yeah. And I think I came out the womb looking a bit like David David Coulthard, you know, yeah. with like, you know, just like all angles and stuff. Well, that feeds into my no. um, second favourite comment. There's another is, one, is there? Which is simply, Ivan Berry's growing on me. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> I mean, I've only been at the club 10 years, so it's, it's really nice that it took asking a few questions to Berbatov I to grow know. on you. Who's that? Can, can, we, can we not name and shame? Because I'm, I'm, I'm honoured that I've grown on you finally. Actually, so like an ingrowing hair or, you know, or a wart. Thank you. That's really great. I don't have it. Can I just say there's, there's loads of love for you. Thank you very much. That's all I'm going to say out there. I mean, they're literally, you know, a lot of, you know. Have you heard the phrase Riverside Raver before? Well, not since it was named the Berbatov Stand. Exactly. Oh, yeah, so yeah, you yeah. don't call it that anymore. No, you call it the, uh, I don't, well, you call it something something else maybe. I don't know, we need to ask Berbatov what he would call it. The, I've never heard Riverside Raver, but I'm honoured to have that title. Yeah. If anyone's making notepads, on the, the, on the Finding Steed one, can we also put Riverside Raver on one? That'd be great. Yeah, is that all right? I think we should cut our losses while you're still growing on the Fulham public. <laughs> okay, no, all right. Yeah, like I said, 10 it. years, man. Just 10 it. years. Yeah. Anyway. Why is it only just now? <laughs> That's so funny. All right. Well, look, man, it's been a, it's been a lot of fun it's doing been great. Yeah, so yeah. let's great. So, like, so dream list. Obviously, right. let's find Steed. Yes. Uh, Danny Murphy, Chris and uh, Kit Simons. Uh, that makes slag. it sound like they're a married couple. <laughs> In some ways, they are. Chris and Kit, Simons. Chris Coleman and Kit Simons, Slav. Oh, I would, can I just say I'd love Slavisha? Yeah, would be really, really cool. And let's go deeper into Fulham history. Gordon Davies, I'd love to speak to. Yeah, man, Mickey Adams. Let's get him Mickey on. Mickey Adams. Um, Bobby Zamora, Bobby. I know, is well up for doing one, yeah. which would be really good to talk to him. And um, Edwin Van der Sar. Oh yeah, yeah. Why not? That's a big one. Let's get Edwin anyway, there's a, lot, there's a lot to do. There's a lot to achieve. That's so many. All right, man. Sorry, I'm waffling. Don't forget to get Fulham Pets in so that we can <laughs> tell you about the pets you have. Yes. 
And if okay. you can find Steed for us as well, that would really help. All right, come on, Fulham. I'm Sylvain Legvinsky. You're listening to the Film Fix.